Wednesday. Well, you can hear that one. It's it's Thursday. Thursday, whatever. We're getting not weird, kinda, but we're getting kinda weird. We're gonna do a little new weird Wednesday for the next couple of weeks, depending on how long this TV show goes. Because I don't we really don't know, know how long this will last, but it'll be the next couple weird Wednesdays, except that on a Thursday this week. Yeah. So next couple of weird Wednesdays, you're gonna get the the review of Summer House from two guys who don't watch reality TV and Sierra. Who watches reality TV? Loves reality TV. So you're going to get the, the dumb, dumbed-down version of it from Michael and I, and then the in-depth, you know, reality TV show lover, Sierra, is going to give her kind of opinion on everything. Absolutely. And I would just like to preface this, that this is definitely, like, top five best reality TV shows, but definitely not, it would definitely be the, the fifth. Not, like, Siesta Key trumps all. I don't, I don't think this made... Oh, this made your top five draft this past Friday. Yeah. It didn't make mine. Yeah, but... but um, also, so if, if you don't know what we're talking about, Bravo, right? It's on Bravo? Yes. Bravo. Reality TV. Bravo. Uh, Mondays at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Check it out. Summer House. We're two episodes into season six. Uh, Jack and I haven't seen anything prior to season six, so we're just jumping in. We're jumping on board here. Sierra... Uh, have you watched it all? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sierra's watched it all. So Jack and I are just coming in hot. So it's based in the Hamptons. So it's a bunch of New Yorkers that live in the city, and they spend their summers in a house in the Hamptons. Yeah. So I want to give a preface to this. So week <laughs> one, week one, I like I was actually kind of into the show. I was like, all right, because it was a lot of like the introductions to people. Like, I was learning some people's backstories a little bit. It's our apartment. It was still, show. yeah, it was still kind of cheesy, but like I was into it. You know, I was yeah. like, all right, this is intriguing. Week two made me want to fucking crawl out of my skin. It was so cringy, <laughs> and I hate using the word cringe because I feel like that gets overused a ton. And it's like, oh, you're fucking cringe. I wanted to crawl out of my skin crawl into a hole and fucking die watching this second show it was so bad it was like it was like hilariously bad though i was definitely a, a more of a fan of episode one but i mean episode two it, it did enough to to draw me in and make me look forward to episode three yeah i think the worst part about it too is a lot of things that happened last summer are still happening this summer, so there's no like new storyline. And they always try to bring new people in, and it's like don't you don't need to bring in new people, but we'll get into that. So it's a it's it's a group of ten, correct, that are living in this house, ten yeah. people total. Yeah. Is it five guys and five girls, or four and six? So the it, guy it, it the guys keeps, are it, it keeps changing, but the, but the staples. So the main staples are Carl, Kyle, Alex, and Andrea. Mm-hmm. Correct? Yes. Is it Andrea or Andreas? Andrea. Andre- Andrea. Get with the times. Fucking lock into the show the next time. How about that? And then there's six girls, right? So it's Sierra, Danielle, Paige, Lindsay, Maya, and Amanda. Yeah. So we have ongoing power rankings. Which we, Jack, so we finish season six, episode one now two weeks ago and prior to even thinking about having this as a segment on the podcast 
Jack just whips out a notebook. He's like, all right, we're powering in the characters. Dude, yeah. I mean, how the fuck? What else <laughs> I am like, I going to be doing, dude? Like, so now we got this weekly list going on. Yeah. I mean, like... The risers, the fallers. Yeah. First of all, like, if I'm watching a reality TV show, I'm power-ranking the characters immediately by who I like. Like, that's just it. And it, like, you, like you said, it rises and falls on, on a week-to-week basis. And there's some that say consistent that are always at the bottom. Yeah. So, I mean... Or the yeah. top. Yeah. So, right now, front runners in the, in, in the best characters category, we got two. We got one guy, one girl. We got Carl and Sierra. Great first two showings from them. Carl, Carl's the man. Great it's couple a long, showings. Long, long way now that he's sober. Recovering alcoholic, yeah. He's uh, kind sober. Of and now he's just, you know, looking good, feeling good. And it's funny that you, we put Sierra in number two and then co share the lead for number one on the second week. They got a little thing going right now. By the way, I don't know if you noticed this, but so one of the reasons why I thought episode two was so bad, the cuts that like the producers put in were fucking horrible, dude. Like, did you notice when they're talking to each other, Carl and Sierra, like at the party that they're having and, and Carl goes, yeah, you know, I don't know. I'm just thinking that like, you know, I'm single and you're single. And he was like clearly about to say something else. And they just fucking cut to like an awkward laugh by both of them. And they're like, and then smiled at each other. Like, did you notice that? I was like, holy fucking shit. That's the worst cut of all time. I was like, he was clearly about to say something else at the end of that, and they just fucking cut it off right there, and then just cut to a different one where they're like, eh. I was like, that's the fucking worst cut of all time. Carl gave off some big-time dad energy on episode two, just manning the grill for the whole party. Yeah. Yup. Yup. I respect that, too. Yup. And he knew it. He was like, listen, everyone's going to be drinking here. What am I, got, I doing? Uh, not drinking. Grilling. Let's he was like, go. this is my safe haven over here. This is yeah. where I'm going to grill, which yeah. I respect. Shout out to Carl. Um, let's run down a couple of other people. I think next kind of main person in like the almost love triangle that we got here is Lindsay. Bad showing week one. Yeah, I was going to say. Great usually, showing week two. Usually she's extremely obnoxious. Like yeah. She's just an obnoxious gal, but she's an OG. Yeah, bad she, she bad was, showing uh, week one. She was six on the power rankings out of ten. High riser coming in week yep, two. Yep, I think she jumped the most. She bops up to number two, second time. She was having herself a time and a half, let me tell you, at the 4th of July party. Kissing yep. random guys, including Alex. Just smooch on the lips real quick. <laughs> Speaking of Alex. Oh, Alex new, is just a... a new character on the show this season, and I... He's Don't bottom. He he's a bottom feeder. Absolutely anything to the show. Yeah. All he does is eat super healthy and works out and wears cutoff shirts to show off his muscles. Yeah. yeah. He's he, got no personality. He's an interesting character. Buff guy seems like a really nice guy to just like have a casual Sunday conversation with, but like nothing else other than that. He's he's the type of person that like uh, I feel like everybody has these friends where like. They're good in like like thirty minute increments. Like I couldn't hang out with him for longer than thirty minutes. You know? We're just like, all right, this is all we got. I'll see you later. Like yeah. I gotta get the fuck away from you right yeah. now. He's the type of guy where his whole Instagram grid and feed is just him working out. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, kind of bringing up the bottom of the pack here, another newcomer, Maya. Almost in a way, the female version of Alex. 
Like, she doesn't really bring anything to the table besides that she was in, a, like, a long-term engagement. Yeah, and apparently people really like her fiancé because he was a top chef. I've never, I don't know who he is. Don't give a fuck. But yeah, it was kind of awkward how she was kind of forced on too because they said that she was Paige's friend, but Paige clearly was not her friend before the show. Wait, I thought she was friends with Danielle. Mm -mm, She was friends with Paige. Oh. Well, she, again, she just got out of a a five-year engagement. Drama. Um, (laughs) Do you think we'll see the fiancé? Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Bring them in, baby. She there's, said there's spare rooms in the house. She said that they they um said that they got like unengaged. I don't know what the word is for that. They called off the wedding uh 6 months ago and then she said that she fucked him a month ago. So like obviously there's still like oh somewhat feelings. So she's going to probably like I'll tell you exactly what's going to happen actually. She's going to like not hook up with anybody at this house. And then be like, wow, I really want to hook up with somebody and then call her fiancé and then he's going to come. Also, I wonder if it's like they're both still in love with each other or it's just comfortable for both of them. So it's like all they've known for, what, six years? So it's just easy for them to fall back. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's a reality TV show. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Um, someone that is has stayed pretty much in the exact same spot in the, in the five hole is Paige. I love Paige. Oh. I love Paige so much. I listen to her podcast. I follow her on Instagram. I think she's hilarious. I love her new boy. Just them together. Okay, you want I'm to not he- a Paige fan. Okay, I was about to say, you want to hear my hot take? I think she's the most overrated character on this oh cast. Oh my gosh, no way. She brings nothing to the table besides that, uh, like, her Andrea wants to fuck her. and she's hysterical. Her fashion in episode one was terrible. First of all, she's done nothing funny. The only funny thing she's done is kick somebody out of their house. Yeah, but I think five is a very fitting spot for her because out of ten people, she's not, like, my favorite, and she's not my least favorite. Okay, so but also— kind of yeah, there. But also, you got to think of it as like this. This is a six-person race here because Alex and Maya— are just going to be like kind of bottom of the barrel. They don't really do anything for me. They don't move the needle. And then you've already got the literal bottom of the barrel with Kyle and Amanda. Yeah, so it's a that? it's a six-person race for like who's cool, and she's like damn near at the bottom. Yeah, but she's she's done she has a strong enough resume to like get kind of consideration into the cool kids club. The only thing she's done these first two episodes are brag about the dudes she's fucking. You get a blind resume comparison. We're talking like college football playoff style between her and Alex, and it's like... Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. She's making it in above, but like, she's brought nothing to the table so far. All she's done, 90% of both episodes are her laying in bed, bitching about either uh, Kyle and Amanda or the dudes she's fucking. That's been 90% of the first two episodes with her. I mean, now don't get me wrong. Bitch about Kyle and Amanda. Oh, true. They are. We'll get we'll get into that. Okay. Don't get me wrong. She she has a lot of upside. She's you know a talented individual, but first two episodes not moving the needle for me. She's a a low floor, high ceiling prospect. Yeah, and I'll tell you what. Listen, and this might sound a little bit mean, but I'll, I'll say it. Andrea out of her league. Oh my god, no, Paige is out of here. No, no. Yes, you need to watch Winter House. Actually, no. do not do that because it was terrible. No. But, yeah. Winter House? Yeah. It was the yeah, first you the flashbacks? last year for COVID. No, Andrea, it's just not it. He's just not it. I mean, uh, I'm talking like physically attractiveness. 
He's definitely more attractive than she is. Oh, I think Paige is beautiful. She bring dude. She's not, like but, she's but attractive. I, I think Andrea is a little bit too. Mm, never mind. She's yeah, she's attractive. She's nothing special. Let's move on and talk about Kyle and Amanda. Oh yeah, these two fuckers suck. Yeah. So basically, it's their toxic relationship. It's been toxic since season two, I would say. Kyle has a drinking problem, and Amanda just complained. Has a bitching has a bitching problem. And they had a huge fight in these first two episodes. And spoiler alert, they're married, which they should not be married at all. Okay, the so then is, this is this is this is my question. How much of this is just for the like show? Because like if this wasn't for show, then like I blame everybody that's in their inner circle for letting them get married. Yeah, like last season I know you guys didn't watch, but it literally one girl didn't come back to the season because she tried standing up to Kyle, like telling him he can't treat women the way he does, and then him and Amanda just turned on her and then she got bullied severely. The thing is in the the problem that I shout to whoever that was. Shout to currently him. at the moment is I don't even know whose side I should be on. Yeah. Because they both suck equal amounts. Kyle definitely has a drinking problem, but like in in my mind it's not like he he hasn't really done anything wrong in the two episodes that I've seen other than just stay out and drink. Yeah. And Amanda just bitches and bitches and bitches. Like that's all that she does. Yeah. So I think that she does that because he blacked out one time so bad and cheated on her, but didn't even remember cheating on her, which is what he claims. Yeah, but then, like, her way of, like, quote-unquote retaliating at him is just getting drunk at the 4th of July party and, like... Not talking to him. Okay. Not talking to him and just dancing with all these other guys. Like, what What are we, like, freshmen in college? What are you doing here? And I said, I said this midway through the episode, and I think this is why I wanted to fucking crawl out of my skin. It was like if you put, like, 29 and 30-year-olds back in high school, and it was like, holy fuck, this is the dumbest thing that I've ever seen. And I was like... I physically want to just leave the room. Also, they're like in their mid thirties. Like, yeah, I it's think it's okay to party on the weekends, <sighs> but the amount that they do is kind of just not okay. Also, in the previews, it shows that Kyle states that he's four million dollars in debt. How does one become four million dollars in debt? Hell yeah, easy investing. You buy one, you buy four one million dollar things. And you don't have four million dollars. I could do that right now. I could be. I could be. I could four be four million, million dollars in debt pretty easily. Also, why would you? I mean, I guess love, but like that would be really hard to marry someone that has four million dollars in debt because you take that debt on. Unless you had four million dollars in your bank account. Unless you had four million dollars in profit. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. And now, now we're, we're breaking talking. even. Um. But you know, you know what was like, you know what was maybe the underrated funniest part of this, and, and and about a person that we haven't talked about in episode two. This is where I like fully was like, all right, this is clearly, you know, kind of kind of done up for reality TV. This is where I fully was like, all right, we're we're you know just making we're making up fights now. Was Danielle and her fiance Robert? The first episode, she was like. We've, you know, we love each other. He's the love of my life. We've never fought. We're the best. We moved in together. I've lived with him. You know, 
if you live with someone, I feel like you get the full like experience of like, you know, you, you feel their ups and downs. She's like, we lived together for nine months, you know, we're going great. It wasn't two hours into him being there that they were like, go fuck yourself. Fuck you. I was like, this is the fucking most done up shit of all time. They said they went nine months without having a fight. It was two hours into him, him being at the house, and she was like, he's just never with me anymore. It was like, okay, well, now we're fucking doing it up for the TV show. Yep. I yep. was like, this is fucking hilarious. And that's reality TV for you. And it was like, the fight. The fights were so good because, like, you could tell that, like, uh, like Danielle knew what she was doing because, like, she's been on reality TV before, and you could tell Robert was just like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing because <laughs> it would just be like, Danielle would be like, well, I just, like, want you to be here. And he'd just be like, uh, I can't. I have a real fucking job. <laughs> and then it was just like, that was the whole fight. It was just like, yeah, sorry. Like, I own a restaurant. And she was like, well, maybe you should, like, visit me on the weekdays. And he was just like, I, hate I like fucking work. I don't know what you want me to do. Like, you moved to the Hamptons. I live in New York. Like, what the fuck? And then, that, like, that like, was the whole fight. She also knew what she was getting into. Yeah. Like, she knew this was going to happen, so she can't act surprised that it's actually happening. And it was, like, that. it was It was literally, like, the most girl statement of all time. No offense. But, like, she literally goes, uh, yeah, so uh, my fiancé or whatever, Robert, just opened up a new restaurant. Like, just started his own restaurant. Um, and I'm just mad that he can't come visit me during the weekdays. And I was like... He just fucking opened up a restaurant. What, what the fuck do you think he's going to do? Yeah. Let's just dip out and be like, hey, I know this is my restaurant, but like fucking see you later, my guys. Calling. I got to go to the Hamptons so that I can drink with my girlfriend. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are we Sad talking life. about here? Like, so hard. like, what the fuck? It was like, just you knew what you were getting yourself into. So it was clearly just done up for the TV. And I was like, all right, whatever. Overall, it was it was entertaining. Episode one, better than episode two, but episode three, Monday night. I also just thought that episode two kind of, like, ended abruptly. Like, it was just over before I, like, it wasn't, like, an ending where it was, like, let's see what happened next week. It was just, like, hey, party's over, and end of the TV show. Yeah, I agree. I feel like the only exciting thing that happened during that whole episode was when Andrea pushed that girl into the pool, and then she kicked him in the face, which, granted, I'd be like annoyed too or pretty mad because she had her phone in her hand yeah but also she didn't need to kick him in the nose yeah also we got to and andrea aggressive. true andrea little baby back bitch for just going and laying in his bed right and that's unattractive that's yeah. why i would say Paige is more attractive than him i'm talking i'm talking like physical not a, not mental slash emotional physical you like the italians well, Paige no. is Italian too, so <laughs> I just I just think Paige is like Paige is like you can find fifteen pages in, in a block on New York. In New York. Like you walk down the street, I'll see fifteen of that exact girl. Andrea's a good looking fucking dude, not gonna lie. He's a model, he's fucking ripped, pretty tall, good looking guy. You're not gonna see fifteen of Andreas walking down the street, I'll tell you that. Can't argue with that. Again, just talking physical, not emotional. Mental. Emotional, mental, Paige got the edge there. Physical. Andrea's way out of her league. Um, anything else? No. No? All right, so if you're listening to this, we uh, encourage you to check out Summer House Monday nights and then tune back in to get our 
thoughts, our recaps. We'd love to hear from you too. If you got, if you're watching this, or if you decide to pick it up after hearing this, let us know. Give us your thoughts. Send us your power rankings. Whatever you want to do. Can we give a little look to the future? What are you guys looking for in episode three? What do you want to happen? I can't wait for Paige's now boyfriend to come on. I want Carl and Sierra to fuck. I'm waiting for Kyle to do some more stupid things. I want to, I want, oh, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I, I, cause I know it doesn't happen, so I'm not going to say it anyways. All right. I, hope, I hope that we get some more entertainment from Maya and Alex. I, don't I think hope it's possible, I hope Alex I, gets like blacked get out something. drunk one day. He just lets loose. We forgot about Luke. Who fucks Luke. Oh, he comes in later. Never mind. Luke is um, also a former Summer House cast, and I'm surprised he hasn't made an appearance yet. You guys will like him. And a boy Luke. He's like a wears plaid all the time like chops down wood a lumberjack kind of guy outdoors yeah a lumberjack that's who he is i shot the luke all right all right well let's uh let's all look forward to luke maybe hopefully (laughs) and uh we'll catch everyone tomorrow yeah literally scheduled show uh in the meantime keep him cold keep him cold everyone